Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to r slash I don't work here, lady. Where in today's episode, I'm bringing you the most wholesome stories. Guys, so I've added a few wholesome stories to the end of the episodes to balance out the crazy Karen stories. And a lot of you have asked for a full episode of just happy, feel-good stories. So listen guys, today ninjas are going to be cutting onions this whole episode. These stories really do restore my faith in humanity, so I hope you enjoy them. And remember to hit that subscribe button for future tales, my friends. When I was 17 years old, I worked at McDonald's. Now, the fact that the red and black uniform of McDonald's looks nothing like the blue Walmart uniform has little bearing on the story, because as we know, the only colors that a Karen can see are beneath me and my reflection. So I was visiting Walmart after work, straight out of work. I was still in uniform and my hair was a mess, so I still had my McDonald's hat on. I swung by electronics to check out the games, and while I was looking at them, there was a pretty young kid, like 10 years old, and his mother was talking to an employee about what game he wanted to get. I overhear their whole conversation while looking at the games myself. He wanted a Pokemon game, but didn't know which one to get since it was between Ruby and Emerald versions. Now, the kid was clearly into Pokemon, but this was his first time getting a game, because he just got his first Game Boy. His mom had no idea, and the employee, who was a very pleasant older gentleman who didn't know beans about something like Pokemon, were trying to puzzle out the difference between the two games. Now, I love the kid's enthusiasm and totally understood wanting to get the right one. And since I could see his mother and the employees struggling, I went ahead and politely interjected myself. Now, as a big fan of the games, I knew an unhealthy amount about them. I explained the difference between the games and answered his questions, and he ended up going with Emerald. So after the very relieved adult headed to the register to check out, I was about to leave when an older woman with her husband got my attention. She said, Hey, I need help with the TVs. I responded, Sorry, I don't know anything about TVs. She said, Well, why not? Aren't you expected to? Now, I realized that in spite of my uniform, she thought I was an employee. I laughed and told her, Sorry, I don't work here. I work at McDonald's. She then huffed again and said, Well, you were helping those people just a minute ago. I told her, yeah, because I knew the answer and was able to help. I know almost nothing about TVs. The lady then snorts and says, Well, why would you help someone if you don't work here? Now, I was genuinely baffled by the question and just looked at her and said, Um, to be nice? Well, I don't know why you would do something like that. You need to leave that up to the employees. That's what they get paid for. So I just stared at her. Like, how do you even respond to that? After a moment of silence, she finally asked, So, can you help me with the TVs or not? I told her, I guess not, since I need to leave it up to the employees. And then I walked away. Now, I don't quite understand why basic human kindness is so confusing, but there it sits. But the little boy got his game, and at the end of the day, that's what really matters. My friends, some people just can't comprehend the fact that some people can just help others out without getting paid or getting anything in return. Like, yeah, Karen, just because you won't help someone in need doesn't mean others shouldn't. And speaking of helping others in need, you might need to pull out a tissue for these next few stories, my friends. 
Now, this story involves me on the side of the highway, broken down, not knowing what to do, and wanting to cry and scream in frustration. Now, I don't know if this story fits the I Don't Work Here sub, but it does involve a beautiful family, who didn't need to help me as I wasn't their problem, but they did. If you would indulge me, this is a long story. So, this past year, I've had three instances of car trouble. A blowout on the highway, a bunch of blown fuses, and an out-of-gas situation. All of them while driving other people's cars, which, for some reason, makes it much worse on an emotional level. Anyways, each of these times I've broken down on the side of the highway, I was disgusted with how people would not bother to help me. Each time, I spent hours on the side of the freeway waiting, watching roadside assistance vehicles blow past me for AAA to show. The four stations I asked for a gas can had told me that they couldn't loan them out for my safety, but you could buy a really crappy one-gallon one with no cap for 15 bucks. It was enough each time to make me say stuff like, this country is going to hell in a handbasket. But you know who came to my rescue all three times? Immigrants. Mexican immigrants. None of them spoke a lick of the language, but one of those dudes had a profound effect on me. He was the guy that stopped to help me when I had a tire blowout, with his whole family of six in tow. At this point, I was on the side of the road for close to five hours. I was driving a big Jeep with a blown rear tire, and I had a spare but had no jack. Now, I had signs in the windows of the car. Big signs that said, I need a jack and offered money. No dice. Nobody stopped to help me. Right as I'm about to give up and just hitch out of there, a van pulls over and a dude bounds out. Now he sizes the situation up and calls for his youngest daughter, who speaks English. He talks to her and she translates that they have a jack, but it's too small for the jeep, so we will need to brace it. He then runs back to his van, produces a saw from the van, and cuts a log out of a downed tree on the side of the road. We rolled it over, put his jack on top, and bam, we are in business. Now, I start to take the wheel off, and if you can believe it, I broke his tire iron. It was one of those collapsible ones, and I wasn't very careful, and I snapped the head clean off. At this point, I'm thinking, oh my god, I'm definitely screwed now. But no worries, the guy runs to his van, gives it to his wife, and she's gone in a flash, down the road to buy a new tire iron. She's back in 15 minutes. We finished the job, with a little sweat and cussing, and I'm a very happy man. We're both filthy and sweaty. The wife then produces a large water jug for us to wash our hands in. I tried to put a 20 in the man's hand, but he wouldn't take it, so instead I gave it to his wife as quietly as I could. I thanked them so much. They literally came to my rescue after 5 hours. I told the girl that I think her family is awesome and that her dad is a superhero to me. I then asked the little girl where they lived, thinking maybe I could send them a gift for being so awesome. The little girl tells me they live in Mexico. They're here for the next few weeks so mommy and daddy can pick peaches. After that, they're gonna pick cherries and then go home. She then asked if I've had lunch, and when I told her no, she gave me a tamale from their cooler. The best tamale I've ever had. So, to clarify, a family that is undoubtedly poorer than you, me, and just about everybody else on that stretch of road, working on a seasonal basis where time is money, They took an hour out of their day just to help some strange dude on the side of the road when people in tow trucks were just passing by. But we aren't done yet. I thank them again and walk back to my car and open the foil on the tamale because I'm starving at this point. And what do I find inside? My damn $20 bill. I whirl around and run up to the van and the guy rolls his window down. He sees the 20 bucks in my hand and starts shaking his head no, like he won't take it. All I can think to say is, por favor, por favor, with my hands out. 
The dude just smiles, shakes his head, and with what looked like great concentration, tried his hardest to speak to me in English. He puts his hand on my shoulder, looks me in the eyes and says, Today you, tomorrow me. He then rolled up his window, drove away, and his daughter was waving to me in the rear view. I sat in my car eating the best tamale of all time, and I just cried. I cried like a little girl. It's been such a rough year, and nothing has broken me until this point. This was so out of left field that I just couldn't deal with it. I sat in my car for 20 minutes and just cried tears of joy. So in the five months since this happened, I've changed a couple of tires. I've given a few rides to gas stations, and once, I even went 50 miles out of my way to get a girl to the airport. And each time, I refuse to accept money. Every time, I tell them the same thing when we're through. Today you, tomorrow me. Guys, this is such a heartwarming story, but it's also quite sad. We live in a world where the media beats into you that any moment a stranger can kidnap you, hurt you, rob you, etc, etc. And that makes people wary of helping others, 100%. Like, I personally think if people did kind things more often for strangers, or at the very least just be decent human beings to strangers, the world would be a much better place. So, I'm a pizza delivery guy, and was winding down for a much-needed early close on Mother's Day Sunday. Now, I'm one of the people on staff who didn't have any plans that day. My family situation is what you might call complicated. So I worked all morning while short-staffed and was pretty beat. It was especially emotionally hammering to deliver so many pizzas to happy families visiting or hosting their moms. I was ready to go home and get drunk and forget about the whole stupid holiday. So I get a late call just a few minutes before we closed and decided to take it because money's money and it was a pretty big order, about six pies. So I loaded up and realized on the way that the address was for a local senior center. They used to order all the time, they would tip really well, and make really sweet conversation before the pandemic, so I was psyched to see that they were safe and steady enough to order pizza again. So I get there and was glad to finish off my crappy day with a pleasant trip to the senior center, and carried the food to the front desk. Now, the receptionist did offer to carry the pizzas back, but she looked frail enough to be a senior resident herself, so I said I was happy to get them back where they were going. I found my way to some event room where they had ordered the pizzas, and it was a total gut punch. Literally just a room full of sons and daughters visiting their mothers and having some kind of festive party. My good mood went away real quick, as I thought about the situation my mom and I were having, and I dropped the pizzas on the table and shuffled out. But then I realized that while they prepaid for the pizzas over the phone with a credit card, they hadn't tipped. So no matter how bitter I was, I had to make in-person contact with whoever had ordered the pizzas or I had basically just wasted half an hour. So I went around the room asking for a Margaret, the name on the order, and eventually someone put me in front of her. Now, our shop doesn't have a uniform or anything, so I start to explain and said, Hi, uh, you're Margaret, right? You ordered... And she was really frazzled, I guess running the event. So she cut me off and said, Oh good, you're here. We were starting to wonder. I don't think Bonnie's been matched with anyone yet, so you wait right here. Now, I tried to cut in and explain that I had just delivered the pizzas and she'd mistaken me for someone else, but it went right over her head. She then pushes an old woman over in a wheelchair, and she practically shouted, Bonnie, this young man is here just for you. Now, before I could try to explain again, Bonnie said, He is, is he? Well, full disclosure, son, don't get too attached, cause Jesus has my heart. Margaret, the one who ordered the pizza, or at least the name we had on it, whispered to me, she's a real live wire. Have fun. And then Margaret and my tip were in the wind. Bonnie looks at me and goes, you like bridge, I hope you brought your checkbook. And she starts wheeling away to a table. 
Now, I followed her, thinking I'd better not lose track of her until I could return her to Margaret. I spot a woman with an ID badge who looked like she knew what she was doing, and explained that I was the pizza delivery guy, but someone had left me with this old woman. Now, I guess my explanation wasn't clear enough, because I said something like, Hey, I was actually delivering some pizzas up here. And the girl says, You brought pizza? Aw, that's so nice. I'll make sure you're compensated. So at first I thought, great, we're all resolved now. But no, she gives me a wad of cash and this organizer disappeared, leaving me with Bonnie and her deck of cards. I kept looking for Margaret to return the lady to, but I also did enjoy kind of making conversation with her, and knew that no other deliveries would be coming since we had closed on my drive over. Now, I actually did like listening to Bonnie talk about the YouTube conspiracies that she believed in, and the spat she was having with the arts and crafts chaperone, and so on. She even gave me a recipe for cookies. Now, I was having a great time, but was also worried that she had dementia and thought that I was a family member. Or she was expecting a particular visitor, and at any moment, a guy would storm in and say, Hey, what are you doing with my aunt? Or something. So finally, I saw the second organizer again, the one who had given me the cash. Now, I figured Margaret may never return, so I shouldn't wait for her. And I pulled the organizer aside and said, Look, there's been a mix-up. I really don't know this woman. The organizer seemed distracted. She was doing several things at once, and she casually said, Oh, there's no mix-up. The pairings are totally random. You weren't expected to have much in common. You'll get to know her. Don't overthink it. She then receded back into the crowd while I was saying, No, I'm just delivering pizza. At that point, I seriously considered leaving because it wasn't my fault that these people were so unorganized, but Bonnie was waiting for me with this huge smile on her face to play more cards and it didn't look like there was any real relatives coming for her, so I figured I would just stick it out for a few more games. I was eventually able to pick up in context from eavesdropping on other pairs that this was not a mother-child extravaganza. It was a volunteer event for women living at the senior homes without kids, or whose kids could not visit them. Now that was a huge relief, because I would have felt really terrible if she was a dementia patient who thought her son had come. I was also kind of enjoying being mothered by her, for lack of better term. It felt really good to have someone asking what I was doing at work and saying they were proud of me for things that weren't actually a big deal. We went for a courtyard walk, and she proudly bragged to everybody we passed about me winning an Employee of the Week award at the pizza joint. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. That everybody gets at some point, but she made me feel really important. And I really secretly loved how she got outraged over minor transgressions on my behalf. Like, I told her how my landlord is screwing me on repairs, and she was like, he's quite the ripe hair in the tuna. With such sincere gusto, she said she knew a guy who could tune him up for me, and I don't think she was talking about repairs. She definitely was a feisty one. Every time I tried to leave, she would have another activity she'd want me to do. Once we finished cards, she wanted to do arts and crafts. Once we did that, she wanted me to push her around the courtyard and asked me to talk to her about my life. 
And once we did that, she was famished from the walk and wanted pizza. Finally, the party was winding down and she wanted me to hang out and watch a game show with her. At this point, it was getting pretty late. About 30 seconds into the show, she was asleep. I left her a coupon, even though I learned that she's not supposed to eat pizza and headed home. Now, it was kind of nice to spend Mother's Day doing Mother's Day stuff. It was really nice, actually. And at this point in my life and career, if you want to call it that, I have no good memories that involve pizza, but now I do. My friends, (laughs) this story made me so happy. I'm glad OP got to have a good Mother's Day, and I'm certain he brightened up Bonnie's day 100%. What a beautiful story. You deliver pizza to a senior home, and you leave with a new mom. I also love the fact that she bragged about OP winning Employee of the Week, and how she knew a guy that would tune up his landlord. Such a sweet, sweet lady. So at the time, I worked as a station agent in a French airport. These are the people in a suit that check you and your luggage in, and even board you or deboard you from the planes. I worked with a French company for 8 months during the summer of 2018. Now, for the first 5 months there, I would always come dressed in a suit. Full suit. Even in the middle of summer with a tie and everything. So I would go home or stop in stores in the suit as well. Now this story of course happened a few months after I started. By then, wearing a suit became natural. No more of that weird, uncomfortable feeling while wearing it. It became normal. Even more, I got used to changing my attitude while wearing it. And people would think that I'm a more successful person just because I wear a suit. And I also got used to noticing people needing help, with problematic customers and all that. So on this day, I leave work at around 3 or 4 o'clock and head to a store to bring a faulty electronic I bought there. I walk to the store wearing only my suit and carrying the return item in the bag. I head towards customer service and immediately notice a man with his hand on the counter, looking angry and leaning towards the cashier, who we'll call Julie. All of her colleagues look a little tense. I shrug, as that's not my problem. I'm not paid to deal with that one. I turn to sit and notice that all the seats are taken, so I stay up and pull out my phone. Meanwhile, this guy starts to speak louder and louder, and he damn near blows a fuse. From what I got, the issue was that he wanted to use the store-issued credit card that belongs to his wife. But you guys are probably bright enough to know that using another person's credit card is a no-no, with fraud and whatnot. The guy gets more and more heated up and starts to call around for other people to join. That immediately ticks me off. When I was in training to become a station attendant, we learned of different types of customers. Now, I won't go into detail, but this guy is what we call a red customer. Someone who will rally others to help get what they want. I can see Julie on the verge of tears and I try to think of something to do while the guy starts throwing slurs at her. I finally notice a paper hanging near the counter and I take action. I drop my bag, adjust my tie, take my best manager face and walk up to the guy. As soon as he notices me, he smirks and turns to me saying, You're the manager? To which I reply, district manager, actually. While looking at both him and the cashier, as if to judge the situation, Julie turns white. He then points at her and says, This employee is discriminating against me. I want to use my wife's store card. I have her ID. There's no reason that I can't do this. I want her fired. I then take a step forward. Without a word, I point at the paper I saw earlier. It's a notice saying that any kind of harassment or insult towards an employee will result in a lawsuit and fine for the customer. It's time for him to turn white. He opens his mouth, but I'm faster. I then say, she's right. If you want to use that card, you need your wife to be here. How do we know you're not some thief who stole someone's ID and credit card? Now I have to ask you to leave, or I'll call security or police if you want. But first, you will apologize. You've been beyond insulting to her. Now, at this point, he realizes what the situation has become. He then turns to Julie, apologizes in a weak voice, and quickly walks off. 
I walk to Julie and ask her if she's okay. She thanks me profusely and apologizes that I, the district manager, had to witness that. Then another worker comes to me and asks what to do with a product returned by another client. I then laugh, pull out my airport ID and say, Sorry, I don't work here. I just can't stand people like this. I got my refund and smiles from everybody on the team. It was a good day. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash I don't work here, lady. Guys, I hope you enjoyed the wholesome stories today. And thank you so much for coming to hang out with me today and listening to these beautiful stories. If you missed that last episode of our slash I don't work here, lady, a psycho Karen chases down OP in a Walmart and gets taught a very, very painful lesson. If you guys missed it, I'll link it right here. Check it out if you haven't, and I'll see you guys in the next one. I love you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.